You're back with Montage Through Cinema. This time we're going to be talking about Lady Bird, Greta Gerwig, and Sorcerer Ronan, and whether or not Greta Gerwig or Lady Bird should have been nominated for an Oscar or a Golden Globe. Ooh, yeah. Controversy is out of foot. Okay. Um, I guess I can kind of start with that. So I actually I rewatched Lady Bird because I knew I was going to have to be talking about it. I actually really like it now. Um, <laughs> at first, it wasn't even hit or miss. It was I've always really liked it, but now I think I like it much more than I ever thought I would because I I love the relationship with the mother. I love all of that. It's 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 relatable to everyone, no matter what. And it's it's a it's a great little film. Um, with the Golden Globes though, with Greta Gerwig. That was a little, that was a little weird as well, because Greta Gerwig did bring substance to the film, but most of her career she's worked with a filmmaker named Noah Baumbach, who made The Squid and the Whale, Francis Ha, yeah, bunch of great films. They've they've normally they've normally she just made a, the thing is she made a better version of his movies, I think. I don't know if she made a better version, but she made one of his movies in her own way, and yeah. it's very it's still different. They're they're similar. Because she writes his movies as well. She's a she's oh, a yeah. writer That's primarily, and her script will win um, best screenplay 100. That's what I'm saying. Um, I don't even mm. think that's a a challenge because it's it's her it's script so isn't any, it's yeah, it's not it's not like anything profound, but it's 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 very well written and mm -hmm. it works. If it wasn't written that way, it would have been incredibly bland. <sighs> and the way that the way she got the actors to act, the way she got the writing, it was really good. I don't, yeah, what do you say, buddy? I don't know, actually. <laughs> I really. What else is nominated? Writing. The Big Stick, Get Out, Lady Birds, Shape of Water, Three Billboards. Not Shape of Water. Not Shape of Water. Not Get Out. Even though we talked about that already. I. I not Three Billboards. You I really think, think that's so? the only one I, I haven't seen. I, that's no, I in terms of what what could win, not like what I think should win. I think You're I think wrong. it's between Lady Bird and Big Sick. What's gonna win is Lady Bird. Is between Lady Bird and I wouldn't Three be Billboards. Pissed, I wouldn't be pissed off if Big Sick won. Because I, I I like Big Sick. It's like, also a very realistic. The, the script. thing I liked about Big Sick kind of. is a story structure. Yes, that's what I liked about it the most. And but anyway, to Lady Bird, I so I think that Lady Bird um, is a film that a lot of people can resonate with. Um, I think what Greta Gerwig brings to it is definitely the writing. And the cinematography I really enjoy for a movie. I think it's a it's above average for what a movie like this does, mm -hmm. and that's why I really like it. And it and it's some and the editing's really well, uh, really good too. Um, the acting's great, but I don't know if I think what Greta Gerwig brings to it is like best Very director. Specific. Yeah, I understand. Uh, that's what I thought at first. Then I saw it again, and, and really? I, I think I, I liked it more. I didn't see anything extra though. Uh -huh. I didn't see something else I missed beforehand. Mm -hmm. I kind of, I think I just liked it more, and thereby liking her more because of it. So I've known I've known who she is forever. Mm -hmm. um, she's she was in Wiener Dog, and I was really excited about that, and she was okay in that. But I I think she's a great filmmaker. She definitely deserves the nomination. I'd say. Mm. She'll never win, though, for that. Never, ever, ever. The Golden Globe thing is weird that she wasn't even nominated, though, which mm. I... Who was nominated for Golden Globe? All the Franco Golden was nominated for a Golden Globe. I'll look it up. And not... Yeah, wow. that, that's, what, that's what was... That was, once again, fishy, because regardless if she brought anything um, new to the table, which she didn't, but she made an amazing film. Exactly, she made a great film. I do, I do think that a director should further cinema. 
and yeah. That, that's the thing. That's that's that's, that's the world I want to live in. But uh, a lot of these, a lot of the people nominated this year didn't do that even slightly. Maybe the, uh, maybe call me by your name. I think was the closest one that did that. Something like so that. So best director is Guillermo del Toro for, for the Golden Globes. Guillermo del Toro, Martin McDowell, um, Christopher Nolan, Ridley Scott, and Steven Spielberg. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott for what? What for you? all the money in the world? Oh. Who cares? No one saw that. <laughs> but again, it's, is he is he nominated for how he reshot that film? Mm -hmm. Is that why? What, what's the, how you measure the best director? Um, definitely, this list is pretty awful. Um, <laughs> this list is pretty crap. I, cause, uh, Del Toro did a good job, but I mean, there's a there's a whole controversy going on that he copied um, Jean Pierre Junet of uh, of the City of Lost Children and Delicatessen. And he deserves to get nominated, but it's there's a whole thing going on with that. And I remember when I watched uh, Shape of Water, I also enjoyed Shape of Water, but the amount of nominations it got, I think it was like 11, 12, something crazy, mm -hmm. something undeserved. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Seriously, that's the movie that gets everything this year? Because I mean, Mad Max specifically, you can you can kind of tell, regardless if you like it or not, you can tell why it was nominated for a million things or. Or any of those, like Lord of the Rings, any of those big, huge pictures. Uh -huh. They got all this extra stuff. Ship of Water is clever, but I don't know why it was nominated for like 12, 12 Academy Awards. Crazy. It's crazy. And it wasn't even for makeup, too. Yeah. The movie with the fish monster wasn't even nominated for makeup. That's <laughs> ludicrous. I don't understand that. I think that Guillermo del Toro, you know, because he has made really great films mm -hmm. in the past and is like... I think he's like on really pleasant terms with like the pleasant terms with all the industry, and I don't, he isn't. I don't think too much, only because of not because of him, because his movies don't make money, at all. And Crimson Peak lost a lot of money, and Pacific Rim didn't make nearly as much as they wanted to. That's why mm -hmm. they hired some other hack for the sequel. Mm -hmm. but it looks completely different. Too. So you're saying the industry doesn't like him? I don't. I, they like him, but they don't. They don't trust him. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, they don't they don't love him as much as Spielberg. Oh, but yeah, Spielberg owns that. Yeah. yeah, but he is kind of like on that route where like he is a cinema classic cinema, cinema lover, and there's a lot of classic mm -hmm. cinema lovers in the Academy, and I think that maybe that's why he won. I can't I can't really see the film isn't like that great, but um, he won because it, it's it's specifically him. it does it does talk about um, just. All subjugated groups. Like it uses a monster as an example of that, and, he, and it talks about um, was it uh, was the one character a hidden gay man or what was the name of it? Like a the dad from Step Brothers, <laughs> that guy. Yeah, he was. A yeah, gay but it's man. talking about how he's he's hiding his his sexuality in the 1960s. Yeah. Um, Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer's character, um, and then the main character is you know it, it really ties together a lot of these themes well. And I just don't think it did it strongly. It did it. It didn't do it strongly. I, I think it did it uh, kind of tough, but not to the extent of what they could have done. I think they definitely missed out on a lot of yeah. things. It didn't do It's It's tough in where it shouldn't be. It's tough in torture scenes. It's tough in... I think um, great actor. Hmm. Um, Who? The bad guy. What's his name? Oh, Michael Shannon. Michael, Michael Shannon is incredible. But not in Shape of Water. He he plays his same character mm -hmm. as Boardwalk Empire, where mm -hmm. he's like some some authority, some cop who's just crazy, and he has all this power, and he just plays that is same that, role. Is that bad though? 
should he didn't no if, it's not well he didn't get nominated that's yeah he, so he didn't even yeah but the whole structure around him I didn't buy that as much I thought it was definitely constricting with what they could have done with the film it's about a fish monster it was just about bad guy and good guy and like oh what a shame I I think it was more about again like when men are in power and these people who are like when like a regular white man is in power and how that just isn't healthy for anyone really. It's not healthy for wow. even the white man. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> He's making some good points. Like the, the guy's going crazy, you know, in the world that he's living in. Act, act, actually, he like bites his finger off at one point. What the f like why? He's a weirdo. No, that's Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> he enjoys weird stuff like that. And I, I think that that's if that's what he's bringing to the movie. Um, sometimes it's I don't like that. I mean that it doesn't make sense in this movie. I think some of the I do like the the masturbating in the beginning. It makes it it's an adult film, and that's really strong to me. But other than that, I think the 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 torture scene and towards the end and the the finger stuff and which one the sex the stuff. Torture scene. Which torture scene? Huh? What, which torture? He, scene? he just he shoots a guy and puts his finger. In his oh stomach. yeah, yeah. Like but it the, it, it the feels other... the oh. film feels whimsical, but then it becomes real, but not in a not in a real way, in a in a movie way. Like, like see that that's what the masturbation scene kind of did. felt to you. Yeah, be cool because it, no, it worked. it worked. Oh yeah, but the, it's very whimsical and it has this Jean Pierre Jeunet's esque yeah. music. This grand score and the art direction is all it's Del Toro, but it's. Junetti as well, if, mm. whatever you want to call it, and then she starts masturbating, and I'm like, "Whoa, wait a second! This is this." I thought it was all whimsical, and then I'm like, "Oh, okay," but they don't. But it, I, I think don't think they truly follow up on that. I think they still stick to the whimsical stuff. And then then she she explains to Octavia Spencer how she how she bangs the fish monster and how it come it has. His his pee pee kind of like opens up and it comes out of him. It's well, like, the, it's, it's, the, the worst part of that film is how the the relationship between the fish monster and the girl who's mute does not come through at all. It feels like she's kind of like in bestiality and taking advantage of a dog more than taking advantage of a or not taking advantage, but I didn't, in love. I didn't I didn't feel that. Um, it's I don't think it I felt, think the, it the, felt the, like the, he didn't really know what's going on. Oh, you want to have sex with me? Okay, <laughs> sure. I, I think I think maybe that's just the weak uh, chemistry through Doug Jones and um, whatever her name was. She was nominated for that as well, which is oh yeah, Sally Hawkins. Uh, okay. For what? For Shape of Water. Yeah. I'll, I'll, she herself was nominated. For yeah. 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 I'll 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 give her that. But uh, Vicky Kripes from Phantom Thread should have been nominated for that because she she 100 was strange. Yeah. She's strange. But I like I said I like Shape of Water. The fact it's nominated for it's like the big. The big seller this year is mm -hmm. it's also ludicrous. I don't yeah. I don't know about that. So uh, going back to Lady Bird, I wanna sure. I wanna compare Lady Bird to unless you have any no, more. No, I got nothing else. Back to Lady Bird and actually talking about feminism in films. Mm -hmm. um, I I read an essay the other day that really piqued my interest and it made me think about Lady Bird and it made me think of the the beguiled with uh, Sofia Coppola. So um, basically, the essay say, says that. Um, from the beginning of you know story from Greek mythology, um, men have been the ones who structure stories. Um, basically, if you look back to Greek mythos, there is the wise um, old man or the mentor who comes in like at the 25% mark of this film or the story, and it's usually an old man like a, a prophet or oracle, and then there's like the prince that's the same, and that's like in like Greek mythology at the base level. 
And then you have, you know, film come around, and then you have uh, 10 years or 15 years purely influenced by, like, men mm. and male directors. And this film was kind of talking about how to be a feminist film, you have to actually, like, it's at a, at a theorist level, you have to go against the grain of what is a regular story structure, because regular story structure, or Hero's Journey at least, is made by men. Is Three La acts. Is Lady Bird a feminist film, or is it a female-driven film? I think I think it's a it's a female-driven film. Yes, but mm -hmm. he, the thing is, I do hear feminists. I I do hear people upholding okay. as feminists. I think what it does great is it brings a female hero, who is realistic, who has flaws, who makes bad decisions, who hurts people, mm -hmm. but it's it's not like in a bad or good way, it's just the way that a person is. I, yeah, I thought it was just Greta Gerwig talking about her, her childhood in yeah. a very realistic well, way. Well, the way Greta Gerwig put it was that she was actually, she wrote a character who was more confident than herself when she was a kid, and then and then Sorcha Ronan was the one who brought it down. Yeah, I can I can, I can see that, because in Lady Bird, Lady Bird is just going up to people, like, she goes up to the kid from, uh, from Call me by your call, name. Not call me by your name. Not even just that, but when he go when she goes up Manchester to the by Manchester by the Sea kid, mm -hmm. the uh, he was great in that too. But she just walks right up to him, asks him for a dance. She's very confident yes. about these things, which I I, I, I noticed that specifically. I, yeah. I'm not. I, I I was like, wait a second. I don't. Mm -hmm. Was Greta Gerwig really like that? So, I'm not, so you guys don't think it's a feminist film? Um, I don't know. I'm not gonna say it's not. It's just I don't know if it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it specifically was, but yeah. You I go think on. I think people think it's a feminist film. Solely because it has a female, lead. Mm -hmm. and yeah, people are like, "We're gonna put this label on it because I think partially people are just saying that because it's a female mm. doing things that you don't normally see in movies. If this was yes. a like a man in this movie, picture like Timothy Chalamet as this role. Would you still call it like that kind of like innovative movie making? It's coming of age. No, movie. it's just a coming of age movie. There's nothing really special about so, it. So, so am I wrong to believe that people think it is though, or is that? It's, it's not. I, yeah, I think there are elements of female empowerment. Yeah. But I don't think it should be called a feminist film. I don't mm -hmm. think so either. I never thought of it as a feminist film. I'm just thinking. Exactly. I think it's also just. I I think it's just a relatable film for. Females going through the same thing that yeah. she, like she was going through. Mm. It's not necessarily saying like, um, like female empowerment. This is like how it should be, but like I think it's it's just telling a story. Um, but I think I think there are things that Greta Gerwig did that is her way of kind of pushing female boundaries in film. Um, but I I don't I don't think that it was meant to be a feminist film. I I think from what I've seen of it, a lot of people in our college, not our college maybe, in the college scene that are in colleges, mm -hmm. is what I mean, they kind of like, are like, oh man, like this is it, like hell yeah, and they're like yeah. raising it above their heads and there's a crowd of people behind them and they're like, ooh, <laughs> and I, I think that they're using it as a feminist film, but the best feminist film that's come out as of late and isn't getting a lot of attention is The Beguiled. If you want to see a feminist film, you should see The Beguiled, and it's not getting enough attention. Uh, attention, sorry, attention. <laughs> um, because what it does is it it turns these story structure things, and it and it's a remake of um, it's a remake of the the same the title. 
yeah, the Beguiled, starring Clint Eastwood, where the, the original film was told from the perspective of... Um, of the soldier character. Of, yeah, Clint yeah. Eastwood's character. And now it's from the perspective of the women that live at the school. And there's no main character. And um, it turns all these story elements on his head. It takes out, like, a lot of the drama that the original film had. And it just it, it focuses more on um, small moments, which just is so interesting. But she's not getting any... Um, she's not getting any recognition. And instead... Um, Greta Gerwig is, and I'm wondering why is that? Like, like is it because it's a it's a old movie or not an old movie? Sorry, it's set in a in the um, Civil War, so it's kind of like, you know, like less relatable. Yeah, less relatable. But that's a film that people should watch and and notice. Like, I mean, like if I think if you're a female filmmaker and you want to understand a, like something about a feminist film, that's a, a great example of, of feminist filmmaking. And I think a lot of I think a lot of people that are in, in film school and a lot of women that are around my age of in their 20s see this movie as a great feminist film and I don't know if that's unhealthy or mm. you know wrong of them to, um, see, to see Lady Bird, Lady as, Bird feminist? As, a feminist film? As, as a feminist film I, I just think it's off it's just it's just, it, I don't think it, it can be but it, it, it isn't at its core though it's mm -hmm. about a female it's, it's a I female character I think people are calling it like a feminist film because it is one of the only films that represents women that we are seeing today at the Oscars like that's yeah. there's and like comparing it to the other films sure you can say this is a feminist film compared to this film mm -hmm. but it's not by itself a feminist film it's just as you said the coming of yeah, age yeah it's a coming of yeah. age story like, you know she's making a lot of mistakes she's yeah. just going but, through what teenagers go through but yeah. is it wrong to think of it as a feminist film as a, as a person it's who's wrong. Yeah. it's not wrong yeah. i mean no. everyone has their own opinions yeah. if you think of it as a feminist film then you think of it as that mm -hmm. but i just i don't feel the same way mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i agree I think I, do you agree or no? Are you are you called? Do you think it's? I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm posing the question of okay. of is it like because I think that some people, you know, again put it on their shoulders and like and tour yeah. around, and they those people that are doing that they don't really understand the creature that they're putting mm -hmm. on their shoulders, and I think that that isn't a problem, but if you wanted to kind of talk about like filmmaking as it is. I think Lady Bird is just, you know, a, a great character-driven piece, yeah, you definitely. know, that is really relatable. Um, now, uh, so Greta Gerwig, the reason I'm, 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 I'm relating her to Sofia Coppola is because a lot of people, I think, kind of had the, the, the thoughts in, in their head that they had to have a uh, female director uh, nominated this year, and not a lot of people at all talked about Sofia Coppola. I'm a, I'm a Sofia Coppola kid. And, and that's kind of that's wrong to me because I think she's a better director. And I think that Lady Bird is a film that is more uh, for audiences, mm -hmm. but not the better film and not the better... Um, of course, I, I did enjoy Lady Bird more than Beguiled. I know which one's a better film. It's Beguiled. It, well, it, I don't want to be rude, but... Mm. I just don't. Some people just don't know what they're talking about when it comes to what came out yeah. this year. Because *Beguiled* is much better than *Lady Bird*, but mm -hmm. it's it's not it's not even like what's better, or what's worse. It's just some just some people just didn't see *The Beguiled*, yeah. and that's why I didn't see it. And it's just there's not a lot of the the female directors that are, are in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Ava DuVernay, um, Catherine Bigelow, 
don't really focus on feminist uh, things, n- not all the time. Ava DuVernay, I think, is doing it right now, mm. kind of, sort of, not really, because she's making that Wrinkle in Time movie, and it's about a little little girl. Okay. It's not only that's a feminist thing, though, I think it's a little girl. Yeah. But with um, Bigelow did something a little different with Zero Dark Thirty. Most of her career, it's she just she's been making good films, Bigelow. Yeah. But with Zero Dark Thirty, she it, it doesn't just focus on. Um, did any of you see that Zero yeah. Dark Thirty? I love it's really movie. good. I I don't even know if I'd call that. Would you call that a feminist movie? Just because it has no. Jessica Chastain Not in at that. All. Yeah. See, it's it's strange because there's people like Jane Champion or Champ Campion or whoever mm. that focuses on that specifically extremely well. Mm. But it's. Not all of them really focus on themes like that, only every once in a while. Mm. And I don't think Bigelow has ever done that. Not not specifically right in your face. Because she did Point Break yeah. and a bunch of other movies. You're like, really? I don't feel like any female artist should feel like they have to like no, talk yeah, about, exactly. talking about and, and be feministic. But um, what I'm saying is this year it feels like we need a, a female voice in mm. cinema, and they picked Lady Bird because it was more commercially successful yeah. with general audiences. They, they Whereas, did that because it didn't win the Golden Globe, or it didn't get nominated for the Golden Globe. But also, like compared to the directors that got nominated in the Golden Globes, uh, it should have been nominated. I mean, she should have been uh, definitely like at least a wave. Yeah. Uh, and the directors this year, I'm going to look at them right now. We've already talked about them a few times. Christopher Nolan, um, Jordan Peele, Greta Gerwig, Paul Thomas Anderson, and Guillermo del Toro. Um, I think that's a great list. Is that really it? That's yeah, it. they have well, like nine movies the, as best picture, but you, they only give like you think five the directors, directors should have like yeah a more, but uh, that's just because we're directors and okay. we feel we feel an inflated ego. So <laughs> yeah, we think the we, we where'd they go? Uh, I definitely think that there should be more room because it's such a big. Yeah, if you have nine movies in your best picture category and you only have five yeah. best filmmakers, it's Seems weird. Off. But also. That's that's what I'm talking about with, with with Shape of Water, Lady Bird, and Get Out. I don't know how much directors. Well, Get Out. The thing is, I I try to disconnect the. I, maybe I shouldn't shouldn't. I'm disconnecting the screenplay from the director. What so like, for Get Out at least. Yeah. Uh, in in the Shape of Water because he wrote that too. I'm trying to think of it as like what they bring visually, and Guillermo del Toro does bring a lot too. Um, and, and as we talked about, we did talk about Get Out, but I think that there's other directors who. In terms of directing, have brought more to the screenplay, and mm-hmm. and visually, and and acting, and um, I don't know. In in terms of pacing and editing, and, and what they bring to it is just so much more, and should be and should be said. And I think that the way we kind of write directors is kind of it's a little skewed. It's a, it's a little bit like it's the same thing. It's kind of a, a similar thing to how we how I think some film students think about best actor as best character category, whereas best director is best film category. No, it should be the best director who made like something great from a screenplay, from that, te- from that template. Mm-hmm. It's, so, um, the, the best director category has always been strange, because it's, it's hard to even acknowledge what they're getting nominated for at times, because if, if Del Toro's getting nominated, not every filmmaker is has a style that's like Del Toro or or uh, Fincher or something, just something very distinct, visual. Not everyone is like that. Most people are not like that, and it's it's better that way because these people are anomalies that they have these so distinct styles. Uh, Wes Anderson, Paul Thomas Anderson, very few people are like that, and 
it almost it, it, it's not it's not just them being nominated too because um, Inuritu has been not he won did he win two years in a row he just he just had his film did he win for Birdman because I know he won for Revenant I I don't think he I don't I, let me see because it's it, it's strange I don't, sometimes I don't know what they're nominating people for um, yeah with with Greta Gerwig I like Lady Bird and I I think she deserves a nomination but I don't know why. That's yeah. it's weird. I don't know why. And I think it's, it, for Greta Gerwig, I have like a, a different opinion than I would. I think anybody else in that category, just because she also wrote it. So there's like a combination of things. It's that very but, but then that's, that's screenplay, her, though. I know, but it's like it's weird and it's really hard to like separate all the different elements. But mm -hmm. I think I just have like a more of an appreciation for Greta Gerwig because of. Yeah, she she's definitely specific to the movie, but it, it felt a bit like a Noah Baumbach film. But I think that's only because she wrote she writes his films as well. I guess mm. I guess that's what happens when Charlie Kaufman writes Spike Jones's movies for so long, and then he makes so, one of his own, and it's Inaratu similar. Got nominated, uh, I mean, one for both Birdman and The Revenant yeah. back to back, and Damien Chazelle won after that, and then before that was Quran for Gravity, and then before that was Ang Lee for Life of Pi, and then Michael. Has an advocate for the artist Tom Hooper for King's Speech. These films, I feel like, because um, we're not we're talking about who won. These films, it's like the screenplay was something, and the directors added so much to those screenplays mm -hmm. that they deserve to win. And all these people. And yeah, see, that's what Barry Jenkins did, and that's what Damien Chazelle did. That's what all these people did. Mm -hmm. Like added this extra layer to this that it it works. But and I think that I think that. Um, in terms of talking about Greta Gerwig, she didn't add. I, as a director? As a director. Uh, of course she's... she's, she's I, go, think, I she's, think I kind she's, of agree. She's I great. Kind of agree. She's great. I 100% disagree. No. Nah. <laughs> 100%. But, but like just, the thing is, not talking about the screenplay. Yeah. Her adapting the screenplay to, um, to, the, you know, to film, mm -hmm. I think it's a, it's a really, really good film. In term, I mean, her directing is really, really good. Mm -hmm. But like, her screenplay is better. The acting's better. I, I agree that mm -hmm. everything about this film, I think the writing is better mm -hmm. than I think the directing is, but the combination of the two made the film what it is. And I think that's the reason that she at least got a nomination. Yeah. I don't think she deserves to win, mm -hmm. but I think that she deserves to be recognized for it at least. Okay, then uh, that's concluding our Ladybird conversation.